are in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06. It is Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Friday, November 18th. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Now, you heard me mention it last hour. If you caught the first hour, uh, and we're talking about the situation regarding the emergency room the emergency room situation that is going on right now uh, in Rhode Island. And it's, it's obviously and clearly a problem. And it's only going to get worse uh, before it's going to get better. I, um, and I'll say this about Governor McKee. So, hey, listen, he, if you, you know, there's an expression, if you want to take the bows, you got to be able to take the booze. And I, I'm not booze, booze. And when he stands on that debate stage, and I'm the leader, and I did this, and safest, uh, you know, vaccinations in the country, and blah, blah, blah. When he wants to, and he is, by the way, I want to be very clear with some people. He is in charge of the Rhode Island Department of Health. I had someone um, earlier I saw on, on social media, because we were, we were talking about it last night, and the video of me talking about this last night has just rocketed. And the place that's rocketing, actually, is on uh, a new app, a new platform that we are somewhat um, new to in some way, and that is on TikTok. But, but, but someone was saying, you know, you can't blame him and that Dr. Scott. Listen, and, and I don't like to, I understand not everyone stays up with the news. But when, if, if someone offers opinion on something, there's no penalty for not following the news. But if you're going to offer opinion, I just question if you don't even recognize that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who, who I also I was not a fan of in any way. I found her whole everything was about equity and her whole attitude uh, was very condescending. It made no sense at all during COVID. But uh, you you can't, she's not there anymore. And I don't know if everyone fully gets that. And, and I, I say that because I don't expect that everyone follows the news. So, <clears throat> but when someone offers an opinion, you know, come on now, Juan, you can't blame Governor McKee that Dr. Scott, doc, Dr. Scott is gone. Governor McKee paid her a year's salary to leave because he didn't want to fire her. He was afraid of some of the fallout if he if he fired her. And then, you know, then obviously she ended up in endorsing uh, Helena Folks in the primary. But but somehow this business that, you know, well, you can't blame Governor McKee. And good afternoon to everybody. This is the noon report on Facebook. I don't um and we are live. Please share that you are watching. Let me just give a quick shout out because last night it I started off, I was going to, hi there, there's Allison Foster. Folks, we have some, uh, there's Jerry. I just want to mention everybody also on Facebook. If if you do enjoy it, we're, we're going to start to do some content only for subscribers. So it's a buck a month for crying out loud. Think of, I mean, it's not literally 99 cents. I'm not saying it's, it's actually less than a buck. I should say it's 99 cents. But I would think in this day and age, some people misread that. Like, what? $99 a month? 
no, Al Rongo. Think of what people spend on streaming and 99 cents a month. And, and the, the live videos that we do, such as now with the, the noon report at 1210, uh, and uh, we're going to only expand it. And, and last night was a good example where sometimes it just topics just take off. But I want to use this opportunity to there's someone that we have been a, a, a um, someone that not a someone like a person. But I have been telling you for quite some time about AtMed Urgent Care. So I am going to tell you about the, the emergency room situation. And it's a dire situation. And what's happening, it's it's just, it's unacceptable what is happening. I mean, parts of it, it's a comical. What else, how else can you, as I was talking about it last hour, you, you if, if you're not laughing, it's like, if you're not laughing, you're crying. This is ridiculous, though. It is. And I, I want to also mention now, I know so many first responders, people that work in the hospital system, whether it's nurses and doctors and everyone associated with it, administration. Um, I've raised money for hospitals in the past, but we have a, we have a major problem right now. <clears throat> it also took the life in some way. It's actually even going to get worse because I know of the child, a son of a very well known, uh, with it's certainly in certain Rhode Island circles. It it, it to me kind of cost this family the the, the life of their thirty five year old son, and it had to do with the emergency room. So I'll talk on that. But listen, here's the bottom line. It's Friday. It's 11 minutes past 12. If you have, I mean, what, what are we talking about? An emergency. I can't stress enough at Med Urgent Care. At Med Urgent Care, two locations, one in Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center. Now, that's close, closer, I should say, for a lot of our listeners in Northern Rhode Island. At Med Urgent Care. Urgent care facility, comprehensive outpatient health care, individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine. They're open seven days a week. They have doctors and nurses. They are the cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. Their second location, now I've visited both, <clears throat> is East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road. It's at med, if someone on Facebook would be so kind as just type in those words, it's 18 med. I put people, I see people, and I'm not critical, but they put uh, amed. It's not amed, it's at med. 18 med. And for instance, now this is a Friday. If someone is, if someone gets hurt at work and, and they're bleeding and they need stitches, many times it, it doesn't require Good luck trying to get into your own doctor's office. It doesn't require, it doesn't mean you're going to be at the hospital for three hours, but you need someone to stitch you up. Well, at Men Urgent Care, I can only share with you my experience. And my experience has been, when I've been to both locations, they have seen me in less than 30 minutes. That, why? Because I needed urgent care. And I've already mentioned in the past that what brought me there. But when I hear the stories of the 82-year-old grandfather Waiting in the emergency room for uh, two days, and he had a heart attack, sitting there in the waiting room. <clears throat> How about the suicidal patient? He went in because he felt suicidal. That individual, three days, three days. That would make me suicidal. That would make anyone suicidal. But folks, at Med Urgent Care, minor surgical, laboratory. Here's the thing. I'm doing my part. 
Because I'm letting you know about it. But you have to do your part, meaning you, the listener. You have to tell friends and family when you hear someone has an emergency. And there's various things. That's why they call it an emergency. <clears throat> Whatever it may be. This time of year, people start, people get injured falling off ladders trying to put up Christmas decorations, lights, whatever it may be. There's an emergency. Something happens. I would just implore you at Med Urgent Care. And they also do adult vaccinations. They do full laboratory services. But what I like is it's fast, it's clean, and they see you like that. I did experience, I've told, you know, and again, I'm not, this is not about knocking our hospitals. I want to be very clear about that. I spoke with someone who's a friend of mine who works at Rhode Island Hospital. And I said, it's not about that. This has been building. Governor McKee has done nothing on this. The General Assembly, those people are the biggest bunch of thieve losers. But anyhow, at Med Urgent Care, and folks, they also offer mononuclear antibody infusions. I know some people shrug it off. It actually has not totally gone away. At Med Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnson, 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. So, so folks, visit the website. I will have videos up on this. Uh, the rest of the media, for whatever reason, they're a little slow on the story, which is nothing new here. For those of you that listen, uh, a lot of times it's so obvious at this point that certain talk hosts down the dial, all they do is monitor the show. And they're at least 24 to 48 hours behind, really telling you. Excuse me. Goodness. Goodness. Live sneeze from the chosen one um, of what's going on. So we also have the video of the North Smithfield search, which I still find a little suspicious. All those canines, ATVs, the search party, everything else. Oh, there he is down the street from his house in the leaves. I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Um, I'm glad the man is safe. I'm relieved. Um, tough situation for the first responders. But but the bottom line is he seemingly is alive. Uh, but check it out on the website, dpetro.com. Where we are that, we have the, that was a bad Cranston accident. Um, the other day, you could see, I mean, the Jeep is flipped over, head-on crash. But dpetro.com, which is brought by the coincidence. Now, listen, it's Friday, and... Why not lunch, dinner, or drinks at the lounge? You want to take have a great meal, the Coesed Inn. I think I'm going to be filming there coming up because it's it's such a um, a tremendous space. The owner, the people that work there are great. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. It's the Coesed Inn. This hospital room story and the emergencies and the Department of Health, I recognize uh, we have several things at play here. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to that that they, you know there's not one thing as this person was not one thing yeah i'm aware that it's not one thing but there are several things that have been building and no one can you know i spoke with someone said don't start with the illegal alien thing well what do you mean don't start with the illegal alien thing governor mckee is continuing this business of a sanctuary state providence is working as a sanctuary city Central Falls is Pawtucket. No one. So what? Illegals? They're giving the driver's license. Oh, excuse me. Driving privileges. Whatever. They're just parsing words at this point. But no, this is this is there are several things at play here. When you have when you have started this and Governor McKee is just continuing it. And that is 
There are so many people now, they are completely reliant on both the state and our, on the, the government for government services, right? Getting everything for free. Governor McKee keeps us in the emergency mode with COVID, which is coming to an end, by the way. <clears throat> but as a result of that, something that the media doesn't seem to really have an interest in going into and examining is the fact the number of individuals where their amount on their EBT card has been boosted. Now, is there anyone that is familiar with that, that thinks that when that ends, those individuals are going to say, well, I guess I, I better go out and find a job now. Well, they, they've been going almost two years now, right, not depending on that extra job and taking advantage of, of the system like that. And so it's going to be a wake-up call. And what do you think they're going to start saying to Governor McCree? They're going to start saying, either give us all those benefits back or we're, well, the problem is now he's in for four years. So, but that's, that's number one. Obamacare was supposed to solve all that. Obamacare was supposed to solve that. But the problem is because of COVID, granted, people did not go to see the doctor. And also they were told not to go to see the doctor. So there were a lot of mistakes with that. It backed up. I know from people at the hospitals that told me when they were seeing patients, they were really sick because they ignored things. They ignored a toe that got injured, was cut, and then it's turning green. And then they, they started their amputation numbers with local doctors, hospitals, procedures were through the charts of people not taking care of themselves. So I understand there's that. But you can't ignore the illegal element. In. Now, I know some people are saying, well, he fired the people that run vaccinated that was a while ago so you know i'm i'm not going to pretend i i'm not convinced of that by the way i'm just convinced there's too many people that have been conditioned to they just go to the emergency room like a free walk-in clinic and they don't have health insurance and we do and they don't have a job they don't expect to have to pay for anything that's what i'm trying to get across to people is people like Biden and Governor McKee and Sabina Matos and really the Rhode Island Democrat Party, it's, it's not a party of workers. It's not a party of self-accountability. It's really a party of, hey, you, you do whatever you want. We'll just keep throwing the freebies in, all the government services, as long as we get your vote, as long as you hand over your ballot and let us fill it out. That is the agreement they've come to. So the problem is, because I remember when Obamacare kicked in. Different doctors that I knew said the people they were seeing were people they hadn't been to a doctor in five or ten years. And they were very sick and very unhealthy. And if you remember when it went through, like the doctor's offices were packed. Well, now it then transforms over to the emergency room. And there's no sense of accountability. Now, there's also several things. As someone that monitors the first responders, it's incredible the amount of they take calls of people that are suicidal. They, they have to send a rescue. They take calls. The amount of overdoses are just blow your mind how that's allowed, meaning how they continue to allow the open border and all the fentanyl pouring in. They have people having bad reaction. No one talks about the reaction of many of the drugs that they're legalizing. Now, keep in mind, Governor McKee also Got a, he got a free pass from Ashley Kalis with Rhode Island has those injection centers. So now you have all these very unhealthy junkies coming to Rhode Island. And they test their drugs. They help them shoot up. 
You know, it's 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 criminal how Governor McKee and, and the people in the injection centers are telling these people, you can live a healthy, productive life with a heroin problem. I mean, it's it's absolute definition of insanity. There's no way that guy got 58% of the vote. I, I don't believe it. He got 25,000 mail ballots and he got 45,000 early voting. 70,000 votes for Dan McKee were before the polls even opened. So if you take that number out, it was a much closer election. I don't think Ashley Kalis won it. I don't think Ashley Kalis ran the greatest campaign. I don't. I think she left a lot on the table. And that was one of them. That was one of them. If you have principles, you can't be afraid you're going to offend someone if you're standing on principle or with the constitutional law. But now, the things that they're telling us, and this is where now it hits, you know, a very good friend of mine, and this is difficult. I'm going to tell the story in just a moment, but I want to stay on target. Folks, it's 1222. If you're watching on Facebook and you agree with what Juan is saying, you have the ability to send stars, support this live stream. You're not going to get this content anywhere else. You're not going to get this content anywhere else. Everybody else is either they're afraid to talk about it or they just have their head in the sand. Uh, The media imploding is bad for the general public, but it's actually good for the program. It's good for the chosen one. This portion of the program. Now, folks, you have to take advantage of things that are free, right? You have to take advantage of the things that are free, such as it is very alarming right now. I've been receiving email from people that actually invested in some of this crypto stuff. And they're very, um, they are concerned about it. And, and I don't have answers on this. I would see the people posting that stuff on uh, social media and different people talking about it. And you saw all the ads, Steph Curry, Larry David, Tom Brady, Giselle, all encouraging people. And now the thing is collapsing. So you want to deal with someone who was built. And my benefit to you is to plug you in with a free consultation with Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Call him today. It's a free consultation. What you want to do, and regardless, if you have children that maybe just, maybe have a child, uh, they're in their late 20s, certainly not too early to start preparing. Maybe you have grandchildren who just got married. Maybe you're on the verge of retirement. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the circumstance. What you want is sound financial advice. And that's something that a lot of these people getting burned with crypto didn't get. But that's why Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Tom Bryan, he will sit down. Everyone's goals are different. Everyone's goals are different. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you and your relationship, you and your spouse or grandchildren, whatever it may be. Call Tom Bryan, free consultation, 401-434-1510. All I can do is help you and point you in the right direction of someone who is a trusted advisor who look out for you. Folks, when you walk in, he does this all day long. Even if you're in dire straits, maybe you're not sure what to do. Maybe you overpaid for your house, whatever it is. One thing I know, you need some sound financial advice. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. If someone could put that phone number in the comments, 434-1510. He's located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence, right off of 195. Ameriprise Financial Advisors. You want to go with a pro.
he will get you on the right track. Well, folks, I want to, um, so first of all, just to tell the story of a friend of mine, and I think this story is going to hit the news. A very good friend of mine, his uh, 35-year-old son, I'm going to uh, omit the name for now because it's so difficult for them, but his 35-year-old son uh, came back from a trip and his legs were swelling up. And so they went to Miriam Hospital. So it's father and son. I knew, I know the father very well. And I actually even knew his parents, his mom and dad. Very wonderful people. And then I, I'm glad I got to meet the son, his 35-year-old son. So father and son go to Miriam Hospital emergency room. And they're there for 12 hours because his, his legs were swelling up. So, you know, they're there for 12 hours. And then the doctors released him. Gets home. Next day, he's still not better. If anything, he's getting worse. So they go to the Rhode Island emergency room. I don't know what day of the week it was. I thought it started on a Sunday. I could be wrong on that. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer as to how come they didn't go to a general practitioner. But what have you, whatever. They go to the Rhode Island emergency room. 35-year-old guy. And with his dad who was in good health, is in good health. And, and they do tests, same thing, they release him. So he, he goes back home. Now, this guy, he's 35, he's married, he has some small children. So now it's still getting worse. So the father, who's a very um, incredible individual, reaches out, a friend hears about this and says, I, I have a friend of mine, I, there's a doctor in New York that will see him. So they drive to New York City and pick up on what happens now. In New York, for whatever test they run, they admit him immediately. Boom. So turned away from Miriam, turned away from Rhode Island Emergency Room, ends up New York. They admit him immediately. Within hours, he is on life support in the New York hospital. For the next three weeks, their life is turned upside down. So the family has to now travel down to New York, stay in New York. First, he's getting better, then he's worse, then he's better, then he's worse. And after three weeks on life support in the New York hospital, at 35 years old, he, he, he passed away. His organs started giving out. Now, I'm not going to get into two other more details. You'll know this story when it hits. Because a big question, and it is a fair question, is why wasn't he admitted at Miriam Hospital? I don't know the answer to that. Why wasn't he admitted at Rhode Island Hospital? I don't have the answer for that. What tests did they do there that they, I don't know. Whatever the doctor saw in New York, boom. They, they immediately admitted him as a patient. Put him on life support measures, and that still wasn't enough. Terrible. Terrible. So when I say, and I mean this, we all watch the debates. Governor McKee was taking the bows on the stage. No one's going to tell me differently. Uh, what we did and how most vaccinated state, if you're going to take the bows, he is in charge of the Rhode Island Department of Health. He is. And he could have appointed someone. And he did get rid of Dr. Scott, which was not a bad thing. But I don't know why we had to pay her a year's salary, and then they, you know, she had a window of opportunity, blah, blah, blah. 
But this has been building. This has been building. This hospital implosion has been building. And now you have, as I mentioned, a grandfather, 82 years old, had a heart attack. Two days. Wait, they have him in the waiting area at the emergency room. A young mother, excuse me, had a miscarriage. And they have her and the husband in the hallway because there's not enough beds and so forth. But when you allow illegals to use that as a free clinic, all the translators, when you allow these people who don't go to see the doctors, who don't follow the rules, you're supposed to go to your primary care physician. So now these are the rules that now we are dealing with that they put out. And I played it in the first hour. Channel 12 did a story on this. But so don't go to the emergency room unless the following type of things happen. Choking near death. Not breathing, turning blue. Then you should call. Nine. I mean, like what? Head injury passing out. Not behaving normally or throwing up. Then they'll see you. They're talking about unless if the person's conscious, don't bring them to the emergency room. Injury to neck or spine. Yes, but if they're breathing, maybe hold off. Well, the person could be paralyzed. Seizures must be over five minutes. People have seizures and their heart stops beating. I think you start getting into dangerous territory. People need to use Google more. Bleeding that can't be stopped after several hours. How long should someone be bleeding? Several hours? Inability to wake someone. 911. Yeah, I just, you know, went into my grandmother's bedroom this morning. She, she's, I can't wake her up. Ah, she's probably just tired. Maybe she slept. Maybe she up late watching TV. No, she, went, she didn't feel well. She went to bed early. Ah. Take, let us know when she wakes up. Well, she hasn't woken up. They're saying now you may want to take someone to the emergency room if they're unable to speak, see, walk, or move. Yeah, you don't think that's jumping the gun? This is what now we're dealing with. This is what we have to deal with. What is so unfair about this <clears throat> is now it impacts, right? Like there are people that have a real emergency now, for, for I know, listen, of different people, and I do this, you don't feel well. There's something wrong with you. You have to know your body. I call my general practitioner. And I'm fortunate, you know, it's normally, maybe we can't take it today. Might be able to take it the next day or the day after. What have you? But you go through that. You don't just, it has to truly be an emergency. But if you allow these people with no primary care physician, let alone, I don't care what anyone says, you go to the emergency room, I've been there. I cover crimes at night, shooting victims and everything else. The place is crawling with people that don't speak English. Now, there's some people say, well, what does that mean? There are plenty of people who live in Rhode Island who don't speak English. Well, then you have to go to what is their legal status? And it is a complete falsehood for these people that say, well, there are some people that live around here And they've just decided to always speak Spanish. I don't believe that. If you don't speak English, 
you can't get a high school diploma. If you don't speak English, you, you're not supposed to be able to make it through the public school system. Although there was the mother complaining. They arrived here from Guatemala. Her son was in ninth grade, went to the Providence Public Schools like Mount Pleasant or Hope. And as he was getting his diploma, 18 years old, he still couldn't speak English. <laughs> Good luck. Job well done. There you go. Send out another graduate. But that is a falsehood. You can't make it through, you're not supposed to, make it through our school system if you can't speak English. Now, I've gotten arguments with some of the progressives that say, you know, there are some people, they're born, they all speak Spanish in the household, and they just never teach the kids English. I don't believe that. Then how are they, uh, so they're homeschooling them? How many people in our area, whether it be Rhode Island or Mass, they are born here, and I mean born here. In Rhode Island or Mass, so this country, they are homeschooled and they never learn English. I, I don't believe that. I think some people come over, get in here illegally, and they never fully learn the language. If you want to become an American citizen, you have to, to pass the citizenship test, you have to speak English. So I don't, I don't believe that. They just make that up. Right. It was the same thing with like the ID for voting. Oh, no, there's lots of people that don't drive. They don't have a driver's license. There's a lot of older people that don't have a license. If you if you don't have a legal form of ID, you can't open a bank account. You can't get into a doctor's office. You can't have insurance. You can't be admitted into a hospital. You can't get a job. You can't get a credit card. If you don't have a legal form of identification, I had a great aunt, my Aunt Kay, who she never drove. She never drove. And actually, I think she had a a minor job or, you know, just some kind of a job when she was younger, but she never drove. But she had a legal form of ID because she had a bank account. And she would have to get pick up her prescriptions at the pharmacy and go to a doctor's office. The first thing they say is, I need form of identification. She would vote. So this business of there's all these old people and they don't drive. So no, they never drove. So they don't have an ID. I don't believe that. Nellie Gorbet and the rest of them, they're like the biggest liars in the world. I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, folks. But one of the other things that we were told about the voter rolls And the media, again, is not picking up on this. And I'm not going to keep going after that, but Rhode Island tops the nation in identity theft reports. Gee, I wonder why that is. You have a sanctuary state and city, people that need identification. And Rhode Island's number one in the nation, identity theft. Well, Nellie Gorbea said the reason we're not going to have all our data on the voter rolls is to prevent identity theft. We're number one in the nation. Other states that have all the proper information that we used to have on the voter rolls have less. Another complete fabrication lie. I want you to know, I'm going to try to have a rapport and relationship with the new Secretary of State. I thought Pat Cordelesa um, ran a good race, but Greg Amore is the new Secretary of State. I, I'd like to have a rapport with him. I have a lot of questions for him, and I'm going to give him a clean slate, and I hope he's going to give me a clean slate. But what is going on right now, in our, this, we are on the verge, the state's imploding. And I, I, I put this 
um, on social media. I mean, obviously, listen, the schools are a disaster. The Providence schools are about to explode because the new mayor coming in, Brett Smiley, is ready to go to war with the Providence Teachers Union. No one's going to tell me differently. That press conference the other day, and I disagreed with Boston Globe columnists, respectfully, Dan McGowan. But that was an unprecedented press conference. You had Mayor Alorza, who's leaving. You had Mayor Angel Tavares, who I th- who's a very good mayor. And if you take out uh, Clayboy Pell, Angel Tavares, I think, might have been elected governor. Or it would have been a closer race between him and Mayor Fung. And they were very friendly. Um, Clay Pell hurt Angel Tavares. Not Ramundo. That allowed Gina to sneak through. But then you also had Ambassador Joe Palino. And they all said the same thing. If I had to do it all over again, I would have ripped up the teachers union contract. You cannot have progress with the Providence Public Schools if the union continues to run the show. And they just delay and block and delay and block. And, oh, is that right? You want our teachers to say five minutes more per day? That What's it going to cost? Grievance, 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 grievance. They work four, four hours a day. Boom, they're out of there. I mean, it's insanity. So the Providence teacher thing is going to explode. It is. Because Brett Smiley realizes there's two things that have to happen and change in Providence. If he wants to be successful, and he's another one. I look forward to covering him. I absolutely, I would see him on the campaign trail. We would chat. We had a good rapport when he uh, was director of administration with Gina Raimondo. I'd see him during the COVID briefings. Mr. Smiley. Uh, Smiley stands with no chair. I would, uh, he realized there's two things that could prevent him from someday being governor. One is the schools and two is public safety in Providence, which I think will change, by the way, will. By the way, crime in Providence is way down. is going to leave office with the lowest crime rate in a very, very long time. But um, Smiley is smart to go after those two issues. But the things that are imploding right now, imploding, is they're going to lose the truck tolls. McKee is wrong about that. All of the money wasted, all these paving of roads, they, they pave a road and they repave it. It's all unnecessary. You see at night, there's nothing wrong with those roads. They're just paving it over again because they have the money and they want to build up. See, they don't want to, if your budget is... 800 million. If you come in at 750, what do they say the next year? Well, you don't need that extra 50 million. So just keep keep paving, blah, blah, blah. Um, I learned that when I was working on both a a film and a television show that if they're given a budget, you never go below the budget. And if, if you need a certain number of shots, film, you know, takes in order to complete a scene, you, you never go below that because then the next time they're going to say, hey, when you made that movie on a lot of these scenes, you only needed five takes. So let's keep them all under five. So they're always going nine takes, ten takes. It's it's it becomes like a game. Um, <clears throat> good. I, I am going to do that. Oh, here we go. Providence schools. Well, what did Black Lives Matter and Tierra Max say? Let's get the school resource officers out of the schools. Providence schools say a student brought a BB gun. Del Sesto Middle School. Hmm. And and BLM said, BLM pack 
wants all of the school resource officers out of the school. Wants all police out of school so that the teachers can deal with it. So the teacher, by the way, Twitter's a, I I see no difference in Twitter today. I see no difference in Twitter, um, despite certain people wanting to bury it. I don't see it in any way. Not going to some of these, um, some of these other outlets. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday, I want to give a big shout out Falcon Pest Services. Have you heard of them? You're going to. Residential services, special discount, commercial services. If you have a pest problem, I'm not saying it's the most glamorous thing you want to advertise, but let's get rid of it, whether it's your home or your business. Let's face it. Let's just say you're in your home or work, and all of a sudden a mouse ran by. Uh, It's a little embarrassing. It is. If you're a hotel or a restaurant, you really don't want that. Or ants or whatever it is. I was visiting someone not long ago, a friend. We're in the kitchen, and all of a sudden... uh, Okay, so all of a sudden, I, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to, but I, I think, are those roaches in the corner of your kitchen? Oh, my God, they're horrified. I said, you better call Falcon Pest Services. So whether it's termites, termites are bad for the structure of a building. Bed bugs, ants, roaches, boy, those little ants, they don't go away. When we had some of these warm spells, I would hear from people. They were finding ants in their kitchen, in the sink. Mice can be a problem, especially in the cold weather. They're looking for a place to hibernate inside. Now, if you get to rats, you really need Falcon Pest Services. When I was uh, filming, if you remember, we were outside the subway with Ladybug, and all of a sudden there were raccoons there. When I have been some places in Providence filming, and I, you can see the rats coming out. It's brutal, freaking you out. Whether it's your home or condo, apartment, single-family home, or... A business, a restaurant, whatever it is, Falcon Pest Control Services. Give them a call today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. I want to tell you, the owner, John, at Falcon Pest Services, he is thorough. He is respected. He takes such a common sense approach to things. He's the type of person you want to do business with, and he means business. He is, when he says he will rid you of your pest problem, He'll rid you of your pest problem. Falcon Pest Control Services, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Give them a call, 401-739-1322. They also have special discount offers. Falcon Pest Services, 401-739-1322. Now, folks, good afternoon at 1245 you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I did this commercial yesterday. If you go to the website, DePietro.com, someone asked me, who's the place you mentioned that does the kickboxing? And I don't mind that. If you hear me mention someone, you can go to the website, DePietro.com. There's a link. But it's Burke's Martial Arts. Jake Burke. This guy is like special forces. Self-defense, fitness, martial arts, BurksMartialArts.com. But he also, they offer Atomic Kickboxing, AtomicKickboxing.com. Located 880 Eddy Street in Providence. Where's that? It's right down from the hospital, and it's right off of 95. So it's convenient and it's safe. 
Burke's martial arts, more people are realizing, folks, when we live in this society, when you have a Sabina Matos lieutenant governor and Dan McKee, who are anti-police, who support defunding the police, when you live in that type of atmosphere we're living in, you need to protect yourself. Maybe you need self-defense. Maybe you want to pick up martial arts. It's also, it's a tremendous workout. So whether it's self-defense, fitness, martial arts, BurkeMartialArts.com, I am going to start uh, do some filming with him. I was there a short time ago on a Saturday, and I saw Anne Marie, who is a regular with the uh, the Facebook uh, crew. But they also, the atomic kickboxing, when I was leaving there, uh, I saw these three nurses coming in from the hospital. They were all going in for the kickboxing. But he's the real deal, Jake. He is the real deal. Burke's Martial Arts. Check them out. There's a link on the website. I mean, you can call there, 300-2647, but there is a link. So, folks, um, th- now that's big. So you have, th- this is a problem that you have, you had a North Providence student bring a BB gun in, and you have now today a Providence student bringing a BB gun to school. And anyone who's a gun owner, we're going to talk to John Francis next hour, but what, one of the, the problems with that. Now, I get it. Kids are kids. Kids make mistakes. I get that. But one of the major problems with that is if you're in law enforcement um, and if you've seen some of these, I've seen some of these uh, BB guns. And especially if it's a a hand, you know, it's a pistol. It it can be tough to tell. Is that a. Is that a handgun or is it a BB gun? It's never mind in the dark. It's really hard. Excuse me. You know, there's been. um, All right. So I'm seeing it now. Give them credit. Channel 10. Delcesto Middle School. Put on lockdown. A BB gun was found. And then they said. Excuse me, folks. This has never happened before. Hiccups while wands on the air. Del Sesto families, the school's in lockdown precaution. A student brought a BB. Excuse me, folks. BB gun to school. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all students are safe. Police are here to assist. Wow. I would try to hold my breath, but we're going to have some dead air here. North Providence police took it. All right, let me play some sound here. Student in the custody. You know, I've been doing radio for a long time. I never remember getting the hiccups while I'm on the air. (laughs) No, I was not drinking. If anything, I was up very late editing video. Water is supposed to help. Let me just see if there's anything on this. Um, My God, I apologize. (laughs) Nowhere to go. (coughs) Hiccups live on the air. That's never happened. Let me just see if anyone has anything on this. My God, I sound like a drunk. I sound like the guy that got shut off the other night, which I'm not going to talk about. Um... Isn't that terrible? Man conned a Bristol woman out of $3,000. All right, one, can we please get some sound? Some sound here, I'm begging you. 
Let me, uh, I will play. <laughs> Let me play the whole thing about when you, when you go to the emergency room. Um, okay. My goodness. I apologize. <laughs> apologize. We are live. This thing can't play fast enough. I think three quick sips of water should cure me of these hiccups. Here we go. State leaders announced a new temporary health regulation in response to a continued hospital staffing shortage and emergency department overcrowding throughout Rhode Island. The regulation will allow EMS personnel to work under the supervision of an on-site health care provider in hospitals or licensed health care facilities. Other measures, along with an important message, were announced in a gathering of hospital and public health leaders today. 12 News reporter Alexandra Leslie joins us now live in studio with those details. Alex? Okay, seeking care in the right place and taking simple preventative health measures. There are two things you can do to help free up the space in emergency departments. Today, doctors painted a picture of just how bad they say that overcrowding is. For weeks, Rhode Island doctors have been working inside emergency departments at or beyond capacity. Today, it looks like an 82-year-old grandfather forced to wait in the emergency department for two days while having a heart attack because there is not a bed in the cardiology wing. RSV, flu, COVID, all still making an impact. But doctors say there is also an ongoing behavioral health crisis. It looks like a patient with depression that's so severe he's actively suicidal forced to wait in the emergency department for three days for a psychiatric bed. Hasbro Children's Hospital has been as high as 125% capacity or more in recent weeks, largely due to a surge in RSV cases. We have had a little bit of a breather in the past few days and that the RSV may have started to tick down a little bit, but I don't think any of us are, are sort of claiming victory at this point. Doctors say a major way you can help is by reaching out to primary care providers or urgent care before making the ER your first stop. We do not want you to hesitate to bring your children to us when they are sick and injured because that is what we are we are here for. We all go for the hiccups. But we also <coughs> recognize that Good we have out. limitations on our but resources. He says don't go to the emergency room for hiccups. The state is intervening to help in a few ways. The Department of Health is expediting the licensing process so new health care workers can join the workforce quickly. Plus, an emergency hospital regulation will allow EMS staff to work inside hospitals, too. Every little bit helps, and it's not any one thing. So is it going to solve the problem? Of course not. But it's every little, every little bit will help. The state is also asking primary care doctors to help do what they can to keep emergency rooms below capacity, including making more same-day sick appointments, offering expanded or non-traditional office hours, and using telemedicine. Live in studio, Alexandra Leslie. Yeah, that'll help. If you're, if you're bleeding out, try to use telemedicine. That way they don't get the blood on them. I think I'm okay. I'm not going to the emergency room because of uh, the hiccups. Folks, all right. It is... Uh, 1253. You know, that's never happened before. I've never had the hiccups live on the air. Maybe I'll go to the ER after this. I don't think that's happening. Hey, I want to remind you, it's 1253. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Where's the accountability for the Tierra Max of the world, the Black Lives Matter, telling Get the cops, not counselors. Counselors, not cops. Get the cops out of the schools. Get the cops out of the schools. You have kids, Providence, North Providence, back to back, bringing weapons to school. Where's the accountability there?
When will they call out Tenor Tierra Mac? They don't. When will they call out Matos? You know, I want to applaud. I hope, and I am so glad actually, the Rhode Island Republican Party learned a lesson. And Ashley Kalis, I will say it, she missed an opportunity with this. And that is Aaron Gukian won and beat Matos for lieutenant governor in a big part of it was he highlighted she wanted to defund the police. She voted to defund the police. And I begged the Kalis people, make, do an ad, McKee, Matos, the M&M. They want to defund the police. I witnessed in Borington, September 2020, Governor McKee was the keynote speaker at a defund the police rally. It was a violent rally. Black Lives Matter, the throw bottles at the police, keynote speaker. Let's bring him up. He supports us against these cops. Put your hands together. Put down your knives. Put your hands together. Lieutenant Governor Dan McGee. And, you know, he goes up. Oh, thank you, everybody. Yeah, we got to get rid of these cops. I begged the Kalis people to go with that. I was the only media there. I had the video of it. No. No, we're going to talk about electricity. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that, that's really got people going. All right. Aaron Gukian wins election day against Matos on defund the police. You lose 19 points. I was not running the campaign. I, I also expressed that to people who were running the campaign. They were very comfortable with the path they were going down. It should have been McKee Matos. It really should have been Matos McKee. Ticket. I'll say this. She wouldn't have lost by 19. Aaron beat Matos day of voting. He won Warwick. He won Warwick. He won a number of different places. He is someone to watch. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Matthews Oil Company. Call them today. Nothing wrong with oil. I liked Bet Life better when we were fracking in at oil. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. Four generations. They will keep you comfortable and safe in your home. And if you mention one after dark, you start with a $50 credit. Matthews Oil, premier dealer in Rhode Island. If someone would type in that phone number, it would make my Friday if just someone would call and say, I'd like to find out more about your services. 401-942-7500. Four generations, trusted fuel oil delivery, service and maintenance, 24-hour service. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. Also online at MatthewsOil.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Looks like I don't have to go to the ER for my hiccups. <coughs> it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. All of this talk about Twitter, and they are up and running, and there's no problem with it. You know, listen, I, I bet they were overstaffed. Maybe they don't need all those people. They may have a left. All they have to do is make it through the weekend and they'll be fine. My money's on Elon. I bet he wanted to get rid of a lot of those people. 
He wanted to get rid of a lot of those people. But Twitter right now is rolling along fine. So I'm not. No, these people go to Gab and go to see all this stupid place. I'm not. No, I'm not going there. It's unreliable. I don't trust. I'm, you, you have to deal with. Um, someone sent me a, a, an article today. And I was very disappointed, Patrick. Patrick sent me an article today. That's not a trusted news source. That's like the Gateway Pundit. Uh, what's the other one? Something Times, Irish Times, or something like that. They're all, their first correction will be their next correction. They never say, hey, mate, wait a minute. You know, maybe we were wrong on that. Never. Never. It's like Mike Lindell. Never. Never. Hey, Mike, August 21 came and went. Notice President Trump. I mean, that was big news on Tuesday night and then gone. I I think we got a long way to go. Well, folks, it's 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I will be doing Facebook later and we are going to talk. I have more sound. This Healthcare situation, though, it's very, very serious. And, and I also want to point out, it's not a matter that someone may die. People are dying. They're not admitting patients. It's a major problem. People are dying because they're turned away at Rhode Island emergency rooms. And I know people say it'll be a lawsuit and everything else. It doesn't bring the person back. That's not a solution. All right, next hour, you can listen. We have another big hour to go. The Power Hour is next on this Friday. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. You can listen at AM 1380, 99.9 FM. or on the website, dipetro.com. We're back on the other side. WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.